Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway. I came up with an idea early this afternoon. I've not pitched it to you, but uh-huh. I think sometimes the greatest ideas in life come from need and necessity. And you've realised, yeah, much like we have find a word for, you realise, oh, there's no, there is no word for that. And that's when you suddenly need to devise that word. A gap in the market. A gap in the market. I've made you and I two cups of tea. Uh-huh. I was bringing them from downstairs up to the studio. Yep. I had full hands. Uh-huh. What I needed was the ability to have a skin graft in the back of my hand to activate the lift. But I don't have that. You mean because obviously you've got to use the pass in this building to be able to press a button number and Much stuff. Much like you would in a hotel if you're going up oh. to your, your floor and all that kind of thing. You've got to tap in with your with your hotel key that's what we have to do to get to a different floor here if i had that as a skin graft that would work don't you think if you you think about like contactless travel on the tube in london for example that kind yeah. of thing i'd love that which you know what? i i have a, a a methodology for this i call it my smart ass <laughs> and what i do is i put my pass even though i'm someone who's quite bad for losing their pass i'll always put it in my back pocket yeah. and what i'll do is if i'm if i'm doing a thing where i'm, I'm bringing up stuff in the lift and i've got no hands free i'll, I'll have it in my back pocket turn around do a little... You know, like sometimes you might close a kitchen drawer with your bum... Yes. ...when you're cooking. Yeah. I do that, tap the centre with yeah. my backside, mm-hmm. and then I can press the button. That is ingenious. And Isn't it's, it? It's really, really clever. I'm a little bit jealous, though, because people like me that are a little bit shorter, I'm looking like I'm mounting the lift. Oh, yeah, you'd have to just get Just to a, sort of, like, try and... You'd have to put your hands up so I can give you a lift. <laughs> yeah. Like a toddler. You want to come up? This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Last week, uh, one of you lovely listeners uh, called Steve from a company called uh, 200 Degrees Coffee sent Richie and I out the blue very kindly uh, uh, some coffee granules. Coffee beans for you. Very nice. Ones for putting in a cafetiere. I don't know the technical term for me. Ground. Ground coffee. Uh, I don't know if that was a slight on the show, the fact that we needed waking up or something <laughs> like that. It was very nice. And we both agreed, tail end of last week, doesn't coffee smell great? It's, br- it's fantastic. We had them in the corner of the studio and it, and it kind of kept us going, just mm. the smell of like the coffee beans and all that kind of stuff as well and, and we, we kind of said the phrase uh, when we were uh, just about to start the show on Thursday of last week if there was a Champions League of smells you might remember this from yesterday <laughs> but without us talking if there was a Champions League of smells coffee would, it's got to be in the group stage isn't right it? right up there all different types of coffee and further than that right because we're always on the lookout for new things to talk about on this show. Wouldn't it be amazing, dear listeners, if there was a Champions League of smells? What smells could go in the group stages along with coffee? I'll chuck one in from the show a little while back. Brand new Plimsolls. Yeah. Didn't they smell great <laughs> when we had them? They did. They're very distinct <laughs> very smell. Very distinct yes. smell. Uh, another one to chuck in there. New baby. Don't new baby smell No lovely. one's going to... That, that's going to be a perennial, always there. That's seeded in one of the groups, yeah. isn't it? Uh, anything you'd like to chuck in the Champions League of Smells? For me, always seeded right up there. It's the foyer of a cinema. Oh, I love that, it. That, that mixture of pick and mix uh, and uh, popcorn... Uh, and also the, the 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 nasty little Frankfurter sausages they do as well. Do people just, eat those things? I think they do. That are just like going around on a rotate. All that comes together to to create the smell that is the foyer of a cinema, and I love it. Faint undercurrent of dad's wallets being burnt as well in yes. there as well. Not made of money. Uh, Ron Walker says fried onions going straight into pot one. You can pick a pot for the uh, Champions League draw if you know how it works. As an Evertonian, I'm not too sure. 
Uh, Joe Aaron says carpet shops for the win. That's a great smell. <laughs> carpet shops are great. Brand new carpet smell. Uh, staying with that Champions League of Smells theme, midweek evening football pitch grass, says Stephen Milan. Oh, essence of 3G or 5G, whatever it is. Which what G is it? Uh, 3G for your football pitches or your 4G pitches. I don't think it's 5G do they call pitches. It? Why do they call it um, G? What's Generation. Is that what it means? Yeah, first generation would have been that horribly nasty, <laughs> like sand-based sand. thing that was like a front of a vegetable shop. Slide tackle and then a, a, skid, <laughs> a skid on the side of the lake. Uh, uh, Clarkie says, lads, forklift truck gas and similarly aviation fuel. <laughs> Don't tell me forklift trucks are powered by aviation fuel. <laughs> they can go pretty fast. Uh, two-footed on Twitter. Quite a few people have said this as well. Just struck matches. Yes. The smell of a just-struck match. Yes. Um, many people, Elaine Wellborn, Damon Berry and thousands of others. Tarmac, got to be in there. I love tarmac. I also love a, a freshly laid bit of tarmac, yeah. as you well know, with some white paint on it. That's lovely. Martin and John in Inverness say somebody else's freshly buttered toast. Is at least pot two in the drawer. <laughs> Fried bacon has to be in pot one, surely. Somebody else's. That's that's a very, that very good point. Yeah, because if it's mine, it's, I'm about to eat it. But somebody else's will make you think, I want toast, I want yours. I want half, at least. Uh, Sarah, what's going in? Well, um, I know it's a bit weird, but I love the smell of puppy breath or puppy feet. Wow, you love the smell of puppy breath and puppy feet. <laughs> Is puppy breath a nice smell? It's lovely, yeah. A lot of people like it, you know. Wow. Puppy breath is great. It's a smell that turns very quickly the moment that they are out of puppy because then it is absolutely revolting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have you... For that brief moment, it is quite nice. Have you got a dog at the moment, uh, then? Yeah, yeah, I always have, yeah. What kind, yeah. Of, what kind of breath smell have we got going on and what type of dog? Well, he's quite old, so it's not the greatest smell, to be honest. Okay, so it's a little bit... Uh, maybe wouldn't make it through to the Champions League right now. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Good to talk to you, Sarah. Thank you. Okay, take care. Uh, Graham says creosote has got to make the semis. I don't really know what creosote smells like. Is that like an old-fashioned thing oh, you put on, come on fences and stuff, is it? You'll know that soon with your uh, allotment as you creosote a shed when you put that up. I need a shed first, something <laughs> to creosote. Is that what um, uh, Mr Maggie was getting uh, Daniel to do? No, that was just wax. What was, he, what was he waxing, though? Was he waxing a wall? That's madness. No one's ever stopped to think, what the hell was Mr Maggie getting him to do? <laughs> Very good point. Just putting, like, like grease Very on a wall. Very good point. Very what was he point. doing out there? Anti-climb paint, maybe. That might be something. Uh, baby powder. Does, does Lorraine here mean talcum powder? What? Were we talking on the show the other week about talc not being a thing anymore? A ta a talc is less used yeah, these days, yes. So, yeah, so in the olden days, yeah, <laughs> it could go in, I guess. What a great smell. Uh, a historical uh, Champions League of smells. Uh, Yvonne, uh, what are you putting in? Camomine lotion. Ca I can never say. What is it? I think it's calamine. Calamine lotion. Calamine. Yeah, calamine lotion, yeah. Calamine, uh, I think. Calamine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with camels <laughs> or tea. <No. laughs> but it's, um, that's a, that's that's a smell uh, linked to what horrible itchy illness, isn't it, Yvonne? Yeah, I think it was chicken pox. Very much still used for chicken pox to this day. But there's the yeah. thing: if you if you can separate the fact that it only comes out when you've got pox in the house, the smell of ca cam Cal calam calamine is <laughs> Caroline. <laughs> Caroline is really nice. <laughs> Well, maybe we could have an entire group dedicated to medicinal smells. Yes. Uh, like uh, that Vosine that you used to have your hair washed with if you had nits back in the day. And the purple cow pole. Oh, yeah. Get it in there. 
Thank you very much, Yvonne. Cheers, Yvonne. No problem. Matt Horrocks has put forward something that's very, very strong at a certain time of year. Would it be able to perform in the Champions League in April, May? I'm not so sure. Christmas tree pine. Oh, that is a lovely smell. It's a great smell. So, I mean, I've got a fakey tree. Fakey, fakey Christmas tree. And you do miss out on that yeah, smell. You do, apparently yeah. you can buy that smell, though. Buy it in, there apparently. Uh, Mike says, boiling butamen, which I don't, I don't know what that is, essentially. I think that's your, I think that's your tar. It's bitumen, is it? isn't it? Yeah. He says butamen. I think right. I reckon he spelt it wrong. Uh, Mac, uh, Mike, get back in touch with us. There's so much to clear up here. <laughs> no, uh, no such thing as butamen. Butamen. Yeah. Should we just go? Oh, sorry about this. What is butamen? <laughs> There's no such thing as butamen. I swear it's uh, tar. The term butamen refers to a substance produced through the distillation of crude oil. It's known for its waterproofing and adhesive properties. Like I said. <laughs> Every day it's a school day. <laughs> Let's go to the phones, because uh, we've got Chris on the line who uh, wants to suggest something fantastic. Uh, Chris, what smells going in the Champions League of smells? Well, I used to work is up my granddad's farm. Right. And it was the, when you started up a tractor in the barn, when it was cold, the smell was really nice. Wow, so you're, you're putting in for the, the group stage of the Champions League of Smells, <laughs> starting up a tractor from cold, specifically in a barn. Yes. <laughs> now, do you know what? In the Champions League every year, there is a team that qualify, and you look and you go, I've never heard of them. Where are they from? Sturm Graz. Yeah. <laughs> They're the yeah. Sturm Graz. <laughs> what, what's better about a tractor starting up in a cold barn than, say, for example, a, a Metro on a cold morning in February? It's totally different. I what? don't know what it is, but it's a totally different engine. Is it? That makes this smell. I think it's the red diesel. All right, so because we, we've had a few people say, uh, weirdly, forklift truck fuel, which yeah. is very bizarre. So, uh, in terms that's of. That's another one. That's another one. So, in terms of a, a tractor, you, do you, like, in terms of. Forgive our complete ignorance <laughs> on this. When you fill up a tractor, do you go to, like, your local Esso garage and fill it up, or how do you fill a tractor up? No, you get um, a truck in to the farm. Do you really? Red yeah, diesel. It's like, wow. It's like forbidden diesel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and then it's stored in a tank on the farm, see? So. Wow. wow. I think what we need to have is one of the groups or one of the pots just needs to be loads of different types of fuel. Yeah. You've got your tractor fuel in there, you've got your air, aircraft, air, aviation fuel. Oh, it's beautiful, that, that stuff. Does. Your forklift truck stuff and uh, your speedway thing. That was coming through earlier. What about that? that I missed the speedway one. Well, <laughs> uh, do you want to change your, change your choice? No, I won't keep my tractor on. Good lads. Please. Good, it's Chris. Good to speak to you. And you. Thank you very much, lads. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye-bye. The Daily Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway. So we've distilled an entire decade into one sound effect, and you've got to guess what it is. Up for grabs, how many cups? It's two absolute radio mugs, but who's going to win them this evening? Uh, well, try to anyway. Try their very best. Let's speak to our contestant tonight. It's called James. James, how you doing? How's your, your Tuesday been? Uh, cold and miserable, but I'm surviving. Oh, oh dear. me. You work outside, James? Yeah, I'm a delivery driver for a supermarket. Oh, do you, do you like people trying to, like, chat to you and stuff when you, uh, the you know, when they're, they're, the they're coming? Because I find if you get a delivery, you'll chat for a bit, it's then you've got to like, break off your story, go around to the, the kitchen, come back to the bags again, do another bit of your story. Would you rather us just to be completely silent and let you just have peace? No, no, it's nice to chat to people. It gives them a time of day. Some people we see don't get to see a a lot of people during the day, so we're their only company occasionally. So, James, oh. I've often wondered how many deliveries in an hour would you would you would you look to do? How many windows are there in an hour for a standard supermarket delivery? Well, we've got a two-hour slot, so we can do anything up to sort of thirteen or fourteen. In wow, that that's a lot. And, around. and do you ever get any nice stuff from customers? Do you get like cups of tea made and all that kind of stuff? 
Yeah, we've got a few customers who offer me cups of tea and water and maybe a sandwich at lunchtime, but oh, <laughs> generally I'm too much of a rush to take it, but... Protein balls earlier. Um, now it's supermarket <laughs> delivery slots. We, we we keep getting waylaid. I tell you what, as well, you if you do win this, you could take one of your own Absolute Radio mugs yes. out on delivery with you and hint that you maybe want it filled up. Absolutely. Good James, rest. let's have a listen to the sound of the decade. Here we go. One more time. It's a tough one. We are one home time show nine playlist. Which station do you listen to, James? Uh, mostly Absolute Rock. All right. Oh, well. first rock person yes. on this competition, classic rock. Not Absolute Radio 90s, which is the decade that we're choosing the sound from here. Is it going to hinder you, James? What's the sound? Um, I believe it's a CD-ROM draw from a PC. Oh, now that takes me back. A CD-ROM. <laughs> very 90s. I almost can see the 15-digit uh, code you've got to type in to activate the game when you put it in. <laughs> Let's have a listen one more time. How sure are you? Uh, probably about 80%, not 100 Let's find out. You're a loser, oh. and you have lost. You were right not to be the full 100, James. Uh, we roll over now to three Absolute Radio mugs tomorrow, but it won't be you, my friend. Oh, uh, thank you anyway. Buddy, stay warm and have yourself... Are you done now? You haven't got any more uh, deliveries to do, no, have you? I'm working till nine, so there's a few more to do. Wow, this guy never ends, does he? Wow. Good lad. <laughs> Hang in there. Well, listen, we play it again tomorrow. Can you guess what this sound effect is? It's the sound of the decades. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Because we're getting our minds blown. Absolutely blown to smithereens. Spell race car backwards. R A C. On a minute. It's the same as. Yeah. That is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's blown my mind. I've never known that. Is that no, what's neither. that called when that's, you can do both ways on a word? Is it a, not a palindrome? Is it something like that? It's got a particular name. I think palindrome is one of those ones that sounds like it, like splash. Oh, oh yeah. No? No? Our producer's saying no. It, there's, a, there's a name for a word no. that can go both ways. I, I retract what I just said. That is onomatopoeia. Oh, okay. Well, a, yeah. a word that sounds like yeah. what it is. Uh, we're learning so much tonight on this show. <laughs> Listen to this from Gary Brennan. He says, guys, I pick my lottery numbers using the formula of how many uh, dead carcasses we pass each morning on the way to work. Today he's seen two wood pigeons, three squirrels, two badgers and four foxes. So tomorrow's winning numbers will be 2, 3, 4, 22, 24 and 32. I think Gary's got some serious issues. That's only mind-blowing tomorrow. Oh, yes, we'll know for certain. If he wins, <laughs> yeah. then fair play. Imagine if he won. Here's one. This is good. This is good from Jim. It's no race car, but it's good. The term hat-trick was not started in football. Oh. It is a cricketing term. When a bowler bowled out three batters in a row, they were awarded a new hat from the club. Well, see, I only recently worked out that caps, when in terms of football, you do actually get a, like an old-fashioned cloth cap. Yes. I, did, I just didn't know what it came from. <laughs> but I didn't think you got an old-fashioned hat. What's, what's a modern footballer got going to use um, an old-fashioned flat cap for? I don't, I don't, they don't. They'd just put it in a cupboard, wouldn't they? Well, what's the point in the cap, then? Do you know what I mean? Just <laughs> I give, them, give them like a little, I don't know, sticker or something. Spell race car backwards. Oh, there we go. Mind blown. <laughs> right, so Sophie's hanging on right now. This better be good, Sophie. Blow our minds. This little piggy went to market. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a reason it's uh, the big toe. It's because the, the pig didn't go to the shop. OK, you're going to need to explain that one to us a bit further, Sophie. I don't get it. What do you mean? Well, he went to market. Oh! What do you mean? What do you mean? 
Well, but well, he, uh, he, he's gone to the he's market. He's Yeah, that's why he's big. Actually, yeah. what, oh, what, so it's like, a, it's like a bad end for the pig. It is, yeah. yeah Who told you this? End. This is supposed to be, I do this little piggy to my little girls and they giggle and love it, but that's got a sinister twist to it. Who's, who's ruined the rhyme for you? I don't really know. I was doing it with my little boy and then I realised that <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, he's been, a reason. He, yeah, he's been fattened for market. And then the next little piggy stayed at home, so he was wise. Yeah, he was all right. What about the one that had and roast beef? That's a bit weird. A pig eating cow. That is strange, isn't it? Yeah. Well, when you start, <laughs> it don't even get us going on Incy Wincy Spider. <laughs> you oh, have blown well, our minds. That's a good There's point. The reason Mummy's porridge is the right uh, is cold, Daddy's is hot, and Baby's is the right temperature. Why? Why is that? Well, because the mum always makes sure that the baby's is the right temperature. Yeah. Dad always has a hot dinner, and mum's always running around. I think you've really have <laughs> looked into these nursery rhymes at a level we've previously not seen. Amazing. Yeah. Things with children. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. On the very edge on this Tuesday evening, uh, not caused uh, by any uh, fault of our own here on Home no. Time, it's because of the facts and the uh, the things you've been sending into the show to push Richie and I to the very extremities of uh, of losing the plot here on Mind Blown. Uh, home Time at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. That's one way to get in touch with us. Uh, Claire has done just that from Glasgow. Right. Mind Blown. You ready? Ready for this. All polar bears are Irish. What? <laughs> what? This is ridiculous. She says, all polar bears are descended from Irish brown bears. That could... I, do you know what? I'm, I'm at the stage now where I've just been fed so much mad information, I don't know what to do. If you think about it, right? So once upon a time, the Earth was all like one thing, wasn't it? It was called Pathos or something. Right? I can't remember what it was called. The but Earth what... was called Pathos. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, <laughs> no, no it was... <laughs> I'm sure I watched the David Attenborough dinosaur program once. Oh, yeah. and, like it was all like one landmass, one big place, yeah. Pathos or something like yeah. that, like that. Um, if you think about it, like Greenland or where the where the where the polar bears live, that's probably floated off from Ireland, isn't it? And it might have had some <laughs> stranded Irish brown bears on it. I'm going to call it now, okay? I think we're going to have to wrap this up because this has got crazy. This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. So there's there's the podcast. Uh, obviously, the the sensor technology that we were talking about mm. is is a new frontier uh, at the very start of the podcast. Do you remember the story of the guy who was uh, travel used to travel around in London who put the the chip and pin bit from his oyster card mm. into the end of a wooden staff to make him look like a wizard with magical powers? Oh, that's incredible! Got on the bus, at, I don't know, say uh, <laughs> like somewhere like uh, Stratford. And then just used his wizard staff to tap on the uh, thing, and he's in. Almost up there with your smart ass.